ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Welcome to another episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. I want to talk to you today briefly just about the topic, do the next thing. So I first heard this while reading a book um, by Elizabeth Elliot. I, I can't remember the title of the book. It's been over a year or so, and I've read a lot of books since. Her daughter that was kind of speaking, I guess her daughter was going away and Elizabeth Elliot offered to watch the grandkids. And there were several of the grandkids. They were young and rambunctious. And so Elizabeth Elliot only had them for a few hours and she called her daughter Valerie and she was like, how do you do this? all the time. She's like, I don't know that I'm going to make it through the weekend. How do you handle all these little ones? And Valerie made the comment, I just do what you always taught me, mama. I said, well, what is that? And Valerie replied, just do the next thing. That was my first introduction to this idea of just do the next thing. Um, so I, I kind of was captivated by that, mulling over what that meant for her, what that means for me, and what God has in that message really for all of us. Um, but recently, I just finished the book Becoming Elizabeth Elliot. Um, so all about the life of Elizabeth Elliot. But when she first learned the lesson of do the next thing, it was really in a tragic point in her life. If you know her story, um, her and her long-awaited love, Jim, they were married and were serving Christ in Ecuador. They had big dreams and goals and hopes for the future of reaching Ecuadorians, but even more tribal people, specifically the Warani Indians for Christ. And so Jim went out on a mission with several other missionary men. And long story short, they wound up being stabbed to death upon pretty much first encounter of, of a human contact interaction with these Warani people. And Elizabeth, upon hearing that news, Obviously, as you can imagine, her life immediately changed forever. Um, and all of a sudden, she not only had her own responsibilities at home and as a mom to a small child and with so many ministries that she was involved in, she now had to shoulder the responsibilities that her husband had been carrying, his ministry, his outreach, the just even simple things around the house that she never even thought about or knew how to do because it was just always something that he took care of. And so she shared the testimony of how really in those early days, it, it was the feeling of overwhelm. So many questions that need answered, so many decisions that need made, so many responsibilities that needed carried out. And it was, it was a lot. It was more than she could handle. So God encouraged her to just do the next thing. Do the thing that God put right in front of her at this moment. And when that's accomplished, move on to the next thing and move on to the next thing. And as she moved from thing to thing to thing, not only did God sustain her life and help her to accomplish each one of those things, God 
God blessed her life over abundant and beyond anything she could have asked or imagined. And I have really loved in the past year or so more into Elizabeth Elliot's life, into her ministry, into the legacy that she left for believers. And I've been so encouraged by that. But but let's look beyond the woman. What made the woman, what made Elizabeth Elliot the woman that she was? And it was the God whom she served. You know, it wasn't this, you know, self-control, you know, pull up by your bootstraps, I can achieve this because, you know, I am woman or I am strong or I am capable. No, it was, God, I am completely and utterly weak. I am completely and utterly dependent upon you and your wisdom and your strength and your guidance. And in Elizabeth's submission and just humbly following after her Lord and her passionate love for her Savior, God enabled her to not just do the next thing, but the thousands of things that he would bring across her path. Um, but that message, just I've, I've been mulling over that lesson of do the next thing. And I feel like it's really resonating with my heart in this season that we're in. Um, really, in, in so many seasons, you know, my season is so different from yours. I don't know if I have any listener that's in the same season as I am. Maybe maybe you are, but we are currently called to be church planning missionaries in Australia. Um, and it's an interesting time to be trying to leave for the mission field, specifically for Australia right now. It's kind of a mess. COVID and politics and power struggle and so many things um, are really affecting the environment there. It's closed the borders. It's, you know, caused weeks and weeks of lockdown. Um, Just there's so many compounding effects of the past year and a half or so all around the world. I think if, if nothing else, COVID has made us realize that life is more fragile and more more susceptible to extreme change than we had ever thought before. Um, just how quickly the world has changed, how quickly the almost the, the temperature of the world and of attitudes and of the um, compliance and giving up of rights and just so much, how quickly the world has changed. Um, and so this this episode is kind of a challenge to you as I shared some of that about Elizabeth Elliot. It's going to kind of be a life update. I'm going to transition a little bit into the life update for us and then hopefully wrap it up with just spiritual application of how God is using this in my heart and how I hope all that pours over into your heart and encourages you where you are at. But just a current life update for us. I know so many of you know either all of this or bits and pieces as you follow along with my journey. Um, But we are called to be missionaries to Australia. God called my husband, goodness, years ago when he was a senior in high school. Um, God worked in our hearts about it together while we were dating. We actually took our survey trip five years ago to this month. Um, and, and that is is kind of mind-blowing to think it's been five years since our survey trip. And God has been in the starts as much as he's been in the delays. You know, there are things that have caused delay other than COVID. Obviously, it's been five years since our survey trip. So there were family circumstances and just so many different things that kept putting a pause on us going. Um, that That has been discouraging at times. But 
even now, looking back on these five years and some of the uncertainty of the future, we are more sure now than ever of the calling that God has placed on our lives. We are so burdened um, for the people of Australia and for the desire that we have to share Christ with them and not just see them saved, but to see them discipled and growing and then to be a, their own beacon of light for the truth as we try to help Aussies send out their own around the world to preach the gospel. So much of that has, has been boiling in our hearts, waiting to spill over, and it's just been wait, wait, wait. And then we thought we had a date. Um, Pre-COVID, our plan was to leave spring of this year, so spring of 2021. Um, COVID totally threw that out the window, mainly because Australia shut its borders most of 2020, and that just completely threw off our timeline for the visa process. Um, they reopened. And so we've been through the process of our church, um, the church that is partnering with us in Australia, getting their sponsorship approved. And that has to happen before, you know, some of our paperwork. So it's been this timeline of, you know, waiting. Our, we have a, an attorney in Australia that is helping us navigate through this process. Um, so we just signed the contract with him. That's been on hold just because with the lockdown, people aren't working. Government people aren't working. So we've been waiting on that. Um, but that is slowly moving forward. But, you know, we, we thought, okay, maybe maybe this fall. Well, it won't be this fall. Um, then we thought maybe January. Um Honestly, at this point, we have no idea, and, and people keep asking, which is a natural question. I'm, I'm not saying I, I dislike the question, um, but, you know, when, when you keep getting asked something like that, and your answer is like, well, I don't really know, or, you know, well, it's changed once again since you asked me the last time, and it can... it can cause the heart to fret um, if I get my eyes off of Christ. My husband and I have just really been trying to keep our focus on the Lord and to remember that back when he called Simeon to the mission field, back when he dealt in, in my heart about the mission field, back when we took our survey trip, um, you know, even through this deputation process of raising our support, we thought we had our plan of what the near future and even long-term goals were going to look like. And so much of that has changed. And for us, it can feel like our plans have been thwarted. And our plans have, honestly, but God's plans have not. God knew when he called Simeon, when he brought us together, when he dealt in my heart about missions, when we took the survey trip, all these years we've been dreaming about getting to Australia and trying to plan and prepare for the day that we would leave. God knew that this would be the very situation that we would be in when it came time to go. And you know what? That was God's perfect plan for us. Do I understand all of what I just said? No. Do I understand what all of God's plan is in the delays and in COVID and in the world? No, I don't. But I rest in him. I trust in him. And I know that he's in control and his ways are so much higher than my ways. So we are in this season of waiting. I'm not sure when we're going to go. Um, it could it could be a longer process than we thought. God could expedite our paperwork. Australia have a 
brief moment where they open their doors and we could slip in. I We really have no idea, but we do have peace. And, you know, the longer it goes, the more we just have to really cast our, our hearts and our emotions and our dreams and our fears and everything on Christ. But the more that we do that, the more we realize he is perfectly capable of doing whatever it it is that he wants to do in our lives and in this world. You know, even more than we want to see Australia reach for Christ, God wants to see Australia reach for Christ. And if he's called us there, he's going to get us there in his time. So that's kind of where we're at with the move. As far as deputation goes, we we are like so close to being done. Um, we have like less than 10% needed to wrap up our financial support. We'll be doing some traveling throughout the fall. I think we have a like a month solid, maybe a little more like six weeks of some mission conferences and meetings that we'll be doing to kind of finalize up all of our traveling, get that last bit of support. And then we're done with the traveling. Um, So that chapter is kind of closing. We are praying that God's timing will be soon and that we will be able to have our feet on Australian soil sooner than later. But that's all in his hands. And we are just trusting But what does that mean in the meantime? That means that I have to do the next thing before me. So what do I mean by that? What is God teaching me in this? I, something that God has been overhauling in my life is the area of worry, is the area of having to know the future and wanting control of the future. Um, I very much like to have a plan. I like things to go according to my plan, and so often I am 100% convinced that my way is the best way, and God is showing me again and again, no, his way is the best way, and I just need to trust, and I need to be okay with that. You know, we, we are in a season of waiting. That does not mean at all that we are not preparing, that we are not finding the opportunities that God is giving us in this window of time. We are not just sitting around waiting for Australia to open. We are so busy and involved and serving. And, you know, we really believe that God does not see this as a delay, that there is something that God still has for us to accomplish here on American soil before we transition to Australia. And we want to find all that God has for us in this season. And God's opened so many doors of opportunity, this podcast being one. You know, I, I was thinking the other day, if if I was in the midst of adapting to a new culture and a new way of life and new ministry and you know, with with my kids being a little bit older in school in a new country and all of that, I don't know that I would have been able to launch something like this podcast. So even this podcast just reminds me of God's goodness and God's faithfulness that, you know, he's not waiting to use us when we get to a certain destination. It's in the journey. The joy is in the journey. The serving is in the journey. We There is a place that God has for us every moment of every day as we serve him and as we follow him. And so in this whole waiting and wondering and, you know, when when we've had a date or even a date estimate in our timeline of things, um, it's 
it's been such a security to me almost. Um, you know, even when we thought it was January, again, that was later than what we had thought, anticipated, almost a year later than what we had originally planned. Um, but I still had a date in mind. So it was easy to to look forward to that and to prepare. And even in this transition of you know, so many things were going to be the last with our family. You know, we lived a, a lot of 2020 and even now 2021 thinking, okay, well, this is going to be so-and-so's last birthday with all of us together, or this is going to be the last holidays together, or the last this, or the last summer that we get to, you know, take advantage of our zoo pass and all these things with grandma. And so much of that, we, I, I didn't look at it like, oh, let's kind of extend this grieving process of separation, but just knowing and really appreciating the sweetness of some of those last things. And here we are about to circle around to, we're going to be repeating some of that stuff that we had originally kind of had the closure of it being our last. And so that's kind of reopening some emotions and just more casting my heart and my cares on Christ. But, you know, in all of this, and and even now, you know, we just kind of got an update on Australia from the news and from a pastor friend, and it's not really looking that great, that much in our favor. Um, So the uncertainty of the situation, I could allow myself to get very anxious about that. Um, But God just keeps bringing me back to bring it full circle. God keeps bringing me back to this lesson that he taught Elizabeth Elliot and that I believe that God is teaching me in this season is, you know what? I don't know when we're going to leave for Australia. No idea. I can prepare. I will prepare. I can pray. I will pray. I can plan and, and I will plan to the degree that I can with my eraser ready for when God changes it. But, you know, I, I'm not in control. You know, so, so much of everything that is causing the delays, not only for us, but for missionaries around the world, for other people who are just in, in this weird limbo of life as the world is so different now. You know, there is a lot of uncertainty, but, but we can trust in God. And I, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future and I can trust in my savior and, you know, in to help my heart not become overwhelmed and to spiral into just all the questions that come with what will tomorrow look like? What will six months from now look like? What will a year from now look like? God keeps bringing me back to this thought of just do the next thing, just focus on today. You know, we're not promised tomorrow. The Bible says our life is but a vapor. You know, we we may have today, you know, I may wake up full of breath and life and energy today. I may not wake up like that tomorrow. And there have been seasons of my life where I have missed today because I've been so concerned about the future. Um, And God's really just been working on my heart that I don't want that to define this season. You know, I, I do believe that though this season is not one that we expected to have, I know that God has a plan and a purpose for it. I, I've seen that over and over. And I, you know, I think God will continue continue throughout our lives to reveal all that he had planned and designed for every start and every stop along the way. But I I shared in one of my very first episodes, I think it's like episode maybe six or seven, 
the verse, um, as thy days, so shall thy strength be. Just that God gives us the strength to equal our days. As we have a new day, God gives us strength for that day. As God gives us another day, God gives us strength for that day. You know, I think about the Israelites. Uh, we've been studying about the Israelites in kindergarten with Eden and how uh, we just studied the other day about how God provided manna for them. And if they collected more than that day's worth, it spoiled. And so God was trying to teach them, trust me for your daily provision. Depend on me day by day by day and watch me prove myself faithful in your life. And that that's where I'm living, friends. I am living in, I don't know what the future holds. I, I am going to follow Christ in all that I believe that the future holds, and I'm going to pray and work towards that end. But really, I'm going to let today what God has put in front of me. I'm going to let that consume my thoughts and my energy and my efforts because I know that what's right in front of me, that next thing is what God has called me to do right now, that God has given me the strength for, that God has given me the breath for, and that's what I'm going to invest in. A quote by Elizabeth Elliot, it says, sometimes life is so hard you can only do the next thing. Whatever that is, just do the next thing. God will meet you there. And I am seeing that over and over in this season of my life is just trust me, just follow me and do what I've given you to do today. And you know, some days that is cooking and cleaning and loving my husband and my children. Other days, it's a to-do list of errands where I collapse into bed at the end of the day. You know, then there's other days where it's days full of ministry and, you know, encouraging this friend and taking this friend a meal and reaching out to this group of people. And, you know, the, the days look different. Um, you know, even right now, someone asked me recently, like, okay, well, like, what's your daily schedule? What does your week look like? It varies from day to day to day, like point to my calendar and every day is going to look different. We're just in a season of busyness and all over the place and here and there, which, which is so funny to me that in this season of dilemma and waiting, we, we are not like we have not slowed down one bit. If anything, it has sped up. And I, I really feel like that is because God has just given Simeon and I really this intensity of just remembering that our time is so short. Whether we live to tomorrow, whether we live to be 90, whether Christ comes back at any moment, however much time we have left on this earth, it is short and it is not the time to be distracted. Satan is just, I I really, he is distracting so many Christians and it's so frustrating and so sad for me to see so many people and and myself at times giving my focus and my efforts to just stuff that isn't eternal um and and it's such a waste now is not the time to have less intensity and less effort now is the time to even more so looking forward to his appearing and working hard for our savior so i just i wanted to give you guys a little update because I know, you know, we've been very public about our calling in Australia and that has, we've kind of been quiet about that just because we're in this, in the end of deputation, waiting for the transition to the field. So I wanted to give an update and and really just a challenge of how God is working in my heart, how God has used a hero of the faith really of mine to encourage me through her writings and through her life that 
I can trust God even when his plans do not align with my plans, that his plans are perfect, that that will just be an, an unfolding thing as I as I follow him and as I reflect on my life and all that God had in store. And just to encourage you, where whatever stage you're at, whatever season you're in, um, I, I, re- I think I am safe to say that we all have our own struggles. We all have our own uncertainties of the future. We all have our own times of overwhelm where there's just so much. If you're a mom, you have these times of overwhelm. I mean, there's just, there's so much to do in a day. And then so much of motherhood tasks just repeat themselves the next day and the next day. It, it is all an opportunity to love the Lord, to serve the Lord, to minister to those people that he's put in our lives. And wherever you find yourself, if you're discouraged, if you're doubting, if you're waiting and trusting, just do the next thing. Trust the Savior, follow him, lean on him, and do that next thing. Whatever it is that he has before you, do it. And when that's done, do the next thing and do the next thing and go to sleep, rest in him, trust in the one who never slumbers, never sleeps, always working on our behalf and wake up tomorrow ready to do the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. And as we serve Christ in these baby steps, one thing to the next, we'll be able to look back and trace his hand through every detail of our life, every moment of service as we give it to him as an offering of the life and of the strength and of the energy that he's given us. May we just use all of our moments all of our time, all of those next things to bring glory to Christ. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.